Welcome to the Narratives Podcast. New mic edition. Oh, the all new everything, all guys. The Ultra Voice XM eight five zero zero microphone. We're all new. They're guys. new, guys. Coming at you. It's your boy Pinky Finger here, and we got some good shit coming up. Oh, it's it's great, especially um, now that we have new microphones. Now we don't yeah. sound like we're talking through a tin can. I hope we don't. Um, right now, it probably sounds like we're milky sweet honey. Like it always does. No. Milky sweet honey is our yeah, combined go to Tinder. And if th- if there's like a little bit of um, <laughs> volume differences when we're talking, it's just because we're trying to figure it out still. These microphones are really sensitive. So. Yep. And we have to hold them physically. Yeah. So it's great. If we're we get a okay. stand, it'll be better. But until then, I can just go forever. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to be talking today about, um, like we said, this severe combined immunodeficiency. Yeah. This is how we're going to start. We're going to talk about this whole whole system. So uh, for those of you who don't know, severe combined immunodeficiency, a.k.a. SCID, Skid. is uh, a thymic or thymic alimoplav. You want to try is that again? A, no. Is a rare <laughs> genetic disorder characterized by the disturbed development of functional T cells in B cells, which is caused by numerous genetic mutations that result in heterogeneous clinical presentations. Basically, it makes you super susceptible to like any kind of. Even if you get the flu, it can murder you because your immune system is it's super like weak. Being thrown back to the twelfth century. Interestingly enough, it is also known as the bubble boy disease and the bubble baby disease, hmm. because its victims are extremely vulnerable to infectious diseases. And some of them, such as David Vetter, have become famous for living in a sterile environment. And that is the subject of today's podcast. Are David Vetter. David Vetter. He's um a good, AKA good the bubble kid. boy legend and, and um back in the day it's 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 a marvel of like i guess medical it's advances we can call it that like it didn't uh, spoiler alert it didn't really work out but no, but just the <laughs> way that they went about things back then it was like the no. fact that he survived mm. so long is pretty impressive yeah they did a good job but also it's like is that the best Yuck. you can do yeah that's kind of a sad modern medicine you know being stuck in a really bubble yeah We've all seen the trope on, like, even on Spongebob, they did one where he was stuck in a bubble because he was Sneezy Boy. Remember that one? No. Well, I do, because I'm a Spongebob historian. Historian? Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, David Philip Vetter, if you're all wondering, was born in September 21st, 1971, February. 1971. And, sorry, he died in February 22nd. (laughs) We're done. That's the episode. Uh, Thank you for listening. (laughs) That's it. Goodbye. Uh, he lived in a bubble. No, um, <laughs> he was an American who was a prominent. Su- like this is such a weird way. Of prominent saying. sufferer of severe he combined immunodeficiency. Was his case was publicized because he lived more longer than most people did. I guess he did live more longer than most people, <laughs> and that is a very key point. He lived longer than most people with severe combined immunodeficiency did, and because of his his instance, we're it's um. They sort of figured out one of the best ways to cure the disease, and it's um, so uh, it, it was a hereditary disease. Is what you need to know. Yeah. Why, why are we running the sink? I know we, you can't hear it, but it's kind of distracting I to me. I hope you can't hear it. Um, hereditary disease, hered, hereditary, like Sorry. the great film Hereditary. He read the disease, which dramatically <laughs> nope. he did not read dramatically weakens the immune system. It dramatically weakens the immune system. It dramatically weakens the immune system. <laughs> Individuals. No, stop. <laughs> That's funny. 
It's not though. No. Sorry, individuals born with skid as it's um. Don't laugh at skid. No, that's that's what they say. It's just what I learned about this a while ago that there's two different types of like acronyms. There's acronyms that you can pronounce like the CIA, mm-hmm. or there's acronyms that actually have words. Like, yeah, like you would call the CIA the CIA. They do call her Sia. I love the CIA's new song, Chandelier. Sia. So, skid, S C I D, severe combined immunodeficiency. Yeah. So, and it's, it's, um, their people are abnormally susceptible to infectious diseases. And so they had to be keep, kept, kept, keep in a bubble. You must be kept keep in a bubble. So, Vetter was referred to as David the Bubble Boy by the media and uh, as reference to the complex containment system used as a part of management of his skid. Because if your immune system is so horrible that literally any germ can kill you, that's the only way you can survive is in a perfectly sterile environment, which yeah. is why the, he was in a bubble. It was really cool, though, because it ended up going and showing um, his, his basically his house was like a giant bubble chamber and his, yeah. his parents, you know, they never could... They couldn't really physically touch him. touch him. Yeah, they couldn't touch him. But he was on the other side of the, the bubble and everything. He was there running around having they fun. They handed him like clothes and toys through a gap. They had to sterilize it. Yeah, of course. It's like, a, like here's this. You know, you know, SpongeBob fans. How? Um, oh hell yeah. Sandy Cheeks has a a dome sterilization dome sort yeah. of thing. Because like she's a squirrel, she needs air to breathe. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that. It's getting the air. She's not horribly ridden with a bad immune system and will die if someone touches it. No, real, real truth. Sandy Cheeks got skid. <laughs> Hashtag making this fun of today on pure conjecture. Uh, <laughs> Sandy Cheeks has skid. Yeah. So Vetter's surname was never actually revealed until um, ten years after his death, and because it was. Um, Kept to retain the the preserve and the family's privacy. Yeah, I wouldn't want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he um, he was twelve years old when he died, unfortunately, and he grew up in Houston, Texas. He moved to Dobbin, Texas. He lived mostly in the Texas yeah. Children's Hospital yeah, in Houston. Mostly. And um, I, it's funny how they put it on here. His cause of death is on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, I wonder. We, hmm. His cause of death was actually a stubbed toe. Yep. <laughs> but no, uh, he died from skid complications. In his first years of life, he lived mostly in Texas, like we said. And as he grew older, he lived increasingly at home with his parents and his older sister, Catherine. In Dobbin, Texas. Hell yeah, Dobbin. So there's a um, a lot of this come from uh, this retro report that we were looking at. Yeah, so I recently really found these New York Times retro report videos on YouTube. There's a lot of stuff in there I want to cover, but a lot of it we can't because it's really messed up. Yeah. We but still could, but it'd be a weird special episode. Um, so the the report goes in to talk about how uh, the media covered this whole incident back in the 70s. And it was really interesting. They did a yeah. lot more than I thought they would have, which is... Yeah, they did... Considering I thought they the were just like period. one headline from Texas being like, oh, look at this boy. No, it's worldwide. Yeah, like, everyone knows the boy in the bubble trope. The Simpsons, yeah. there's an episode about it in The Simpsons I read. My my dad used to tell me all the time because of my allergies. He was like, you should just live in a bubble. Yeah, you bubble bitch. <laughs> yeah, he called me bubble bitch and he slapped me around <laughs> a little bit. Your um, dad's listening right now. Probably not. I don't know. I think he is. He listens on you his runs. So? Hi, Dad. Hello, not my dad. <laughs> Does he? How do you know that he listens on his runs and I don't? He told me, Dad. If you got the runs, stop. Do listening. you even know your? Oh my God, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> He's got scat, which is different than scat. <laughs> 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 
Is that what scan is? I was thinking more animal feces, but that's fine too. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Vetter's parents were David Joseph Vetter Jr. and Carol Ann Vetter. Their first son was David Joseph Vetter III. Ooh. I didn't know he was the third. It's interesting. And he was also born with Skid and died at seven months of age. Mm. So they'd already lost a child with Skid at this point. So they were advised by physicians that any future male children they might conceive would have a 50% chance of inheriting the disease, which is rough. That's a one half. Yeah, that's, yeah. At the time, the only management available for children born with Skid was isolation in a sterile environment until a successful bone marrow transplant could be performed. At this point, they didn't actually know about the bone marrow transplant thing. They had, no. like, ideas. They had no idea They thought it, it might work, but They're it was like, very new. Who knows? Maybe if we bone marrow it up. If we slam around them bones. It could do a thing. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? So the veterans who already had a daughter decided to proceed with another pregnancy anyway. Their third child, David Philip Vetter, was the born. The fourth or the third? The first. What? David Philip Vetter, I think. He doesn't David say was one. David... Oh yeah, third. I guess he's the second. So he'd be the fourth. David Philip what? Vetter. You can't go backwards. I'm back to the Vetter. <laughs> David Philip Vetter was born <laughs> September 21st, 1971. <laughs> I don't care what number he is. You're backwards. For this is my son, uh, Henry the fourth. I'm Henry <laughs> the the sixth. So <laughs> it, it skips three generations. You know how it skips it, generations. The, we've been specific instructions that the name of the sun comes from X minus three plus two. Yeah, so you get a cross multiply to figure out how yeah. old your kid is. <laughs> he was so he was born in a special sterilized cocoon bed. Was prepared for Vetter at his birth, and immediately being after being removed from his mother's womb, Vetter entered the plastic germ-free environment that would be his home for most of his life, almost all of his life. Mm-hmm. He was baptized by a Roman Catholic with sterilized holy water once he had entered the bubble. So normally they don't sterilize that holy water. It's just old Pope hand water. <laughs> Thank God you get the good shit. You got holy, holy water. Holy, holy water. Yeah. Initial plans Kinda to cool, proceed though. with a bone marrow transplant came to a halt after it was determined that the prospective donor, that her sister, was not a match. Which is sad. But he began to grow up in the bubble. Let's talk about his life in the bubble. Yeah. How do you live in a bubble? Um, my best guess is that you get inside and then you build a campfire. No. That's <laughs> not very sterile. Why not? It creates carbon. Which it's carbon give you disease? It does if you go <laughs> right on the top of a fire all the time. Become a fucking pig. If you maximum suck a fire. Like a <laughs> suck cannon. Most firefighters die from asphyxiation as opposed to, like, being verned. Yeah. Being verned. A guy named Vern walks out, clubs <laughs> you to death. So they call being verned in the business. It's a third-degree Vern. <laughs> Vern's on a rampage again. Watch out for Vern, kids. Please. Please. I imagine him, like, a guy with sideburns, and the sideburns go all the way up his head, and he's got, like, they a spell runway. out Vern in, like, yeah. weird beard hair. He's got, like, a runway down his head, so the sideburns just... Like border his head. Yep. He's got no hair in the middle of his head. Runway. You don't need it. <laughs> no. He also likes to do the runway move. Yeah, we've talked about the runway move before. <laughs> it's. I don't know if we've ever went into detail. I don't want to. Why not? All right, go ahead. I'm not going to. My dad's on the runs. <laughs> so, I'm going to be careful about what I say. <laughs> that sounds so, so much worse than it actually is. Everything from water to diapers, air, you know, air and food and clothes and I everything. Do no air and food. And toys, they were all sterilized before entering the sterile chamber. 
Items were placed in a chamber filled with ethylene oxide gas for hours, uh, for four hours, sorry, at 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Ooh. And then aerated for a period of one to seven days before being placed in a sterile chamber. Chambler. In the sterile chambler. So anything that couldn't be heated to 140 degrees Fahrenheit, like plastic, I guess. He couldn't have no plastic toys. Yeah. Or a Game Boy. Hard metal toys. He's my lead. <laughs> my lead paint collection that I play with. This is my loose mercury that I rub all over myself. It's sterile. <laughs> it's just glowing. Ah. And then aerated, yeah. So it's aerated for a period of one to seven days. Which we is crazy. only give them very radioactive toys. After <laughs> being it's like the watches that they use to paint with radioactive. Yeah. Radioactive man juice. Thank God I wore my lead lined suit. Yeah. <laughs> the, Fantastic <laughs> to the, the Fantastic Four. One of the original uh, Fantastic Four comics. It was like Comic Six Fantastic Four. Um, Mr. Fantastic comes and grabs uh, the human torch and he's and like he's can't like, kill me because i got my lead lined suit thank on. god i'm wearing my lead lined suit immediate <laughs> cancer no it was thank god i'm wearing my asbestos lined oh suit. asbestos line was that was it there's a lead suit somewhere else so it was like uh it was great go read some old fantastic four comics they're so funny time. we're not sponsored but this we is are sponsored actually no <laughs> no we're not so um they had plastic gloves attached to the walls of the chamber so they can like play i guess and and things could be touched on the inside. Yeah. And he could be touched on the inside um, of the chamber. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the inside of the bubble. Oh, my God. Don't go touching me on the inside of my chamber, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm going to reread Harry Potter very differently. <laughs> chamber of Secrets. Ooh. What's going on, Hermione? I was thinking of Ron. Ron's definitely got a chamber of secrets. You think so? Yep. Prison wallet. Uh, Can Wand go up prison wallet? (laughs) That's how it broke. No. (laughs) So Ron broke his wand behind the scenes. Uh, So anyway, back to Bubble Boy. The chamber was kept inflated by air compressors that were very loud, making communications with the boy very difficult. So surprisingly, he didn't learn like sign language or anything. I mean, that would have been a go-to he for me. Scream. <laughs> you think he did that? I got him. He said, well, help. Like, you can't really hear anything from outside either. Like, how do you learn to read and write when you're stuck in a bubble? You're like, here's this sterilized book, radioactive. It's made out of metal. It's made of mercury. So oh. You can hmm. touch it. Neat. You, yeah. Thanks, Dad, Mom. Yeah, so. Um, his, his parents and medical... Uh, medical. <laughs> medical. <laughs> Dr. You've said Beth that before. Thais medical school. That's what I'm thinking about. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah. medical school from um, a yeah. series of unfortunate events. events. Yeah, good shit, man. Um, medical team with included Dr. John Montgomery. Oh, uh, sought to provide him as a nor- uh, as normal as a life as possible, which included a formal education and a yeah. television and playroom inside the sterile chamber. What do you think he watched? Uh, probably like Blues Clues, 1970, The Muppets. Oh yeah, Muppets. He should have been on the Muppets. I don't think that would have been so great. Why not? That would have been cool. They'd have to move him. Make a wish club. I mean, make a wish foundation. <laughs> make a wish club. Make a wish club. Just they We're all the hang least around the well. Gang on the streets. Clubs aren't gangs. Not all gangs are clubs, and not all clubs. You're getting are far gangs. away from your mic, there, buddy. Ah. No, <laughs> close. <laughs> 
It's going to be all over. You're going to hear this entire episode. It's going to be like, hello. 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 All over. I'm having too much fun. Anyway, they they sought to give him a normal life and a a fun childhood, basically. He he didn't have many childhood friends. (laughs) Why why wouldn't they not want him to have a nice childhood? It seems obvious. Punish him. Punish her. It's like God of War, Dad. You are not worthy, boy. You will stay in the bubble. Good, I need you to live. That's not a punishment. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the boy was sick. So, about three years after Vetter's birth, uh, the treatment team built an additional sterile chamber inside the parents' home in Conroe, Texas, and a support chamber so that Vetter could spend periods of two or three weeks at home. A Vetter had his sister and friends for company while at home. Oh, nice. And a friend arranged for a special showing of Return of the Jedi Fuck at a local yeah. theater so Vetter could attend the movie in his transport chamber. God damn. His transport chamber. That's great. I am the Senate. Just the Return of the Jedi, though, I guess. So we you get think he made jokes like all the time about Star Wars? That'd I don't be, know. That'd be fun. In the one interview that we saw, or the, yeah, from the one video that we were watching, he wore a lot of Star Wars shirts. So. He did. He was I mean, back then in the 70s, though, I mean. George my dad Lucas was probably like, yeah. Actually, he was born in the same year as my dad, so. Which is cool. 71, hmm. I'm pretty sure. How old would he be now, then? He would be, oh, shit, don't even ask me. Uh, dad, your other your runs. Dad, um, How old's your dad? 46, I think. Mm, 45? No, 47. When was he born? He was, his birthday was August. He was August. Born in 1971. That it down. So. Last month? Forty. <laughs> Shut up. He's almost up. one. August two. <laughs> <laughs> you mean October? No. August, August the seventh. <laughs> the second. I call October August two. <laughs> Why October? Why does it skip a month? <laughs> September's for bitches. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm crying. But yeah, my dad. He said he went and saw. Um, one of the Star Wars movies in theaters. I don't remember which one. He was probably pretty young. But yeah, he... I mean, everyone loved Star Wars back then. It was crazy. Yeah, like you one were of the legally things. forced to. You watched it and you were like, wow, or else Jar those Jar came uh, effects. Crazy. They were pretty good effects for the time. Ah, I mean, they were. So, um, when Vetter was four years old, he discovered that he could poke holes in his buttle, uh, oh, bubble. Oh, in his butthole. <laughs> Sorry. I really mistake in that one. <laughs> Very different childhood. <laughs> Why is that documented? Well, this butterfly syringe fits perfectly <laughs> in the old prison wallet. You think he said it was a prison wallet? I don't know. I just don't want to say go- asshole. Wait, how did he go to the bathroom? Carefully. Very S- carefully. Sterile? I mean, all you're eating is sterile meat tube. You don't. You think he had like a vacuum? Like in space, so they yeah. have the vacuum toilet? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, let's try that again. When Vetter was four years old, he discovered that he could poke holes in his bubble. Thank you. Using a butterfly syringe. And that left the chamber. And, and that, uh, was that was left inside the, the chamber, chamber by, by mistake. mistake. Not like he left the chamber. At this point, the treatment <laughs> team explained to him what germs were and how they affected his condition. And look how they're just like, hey, man. You're germs fucked. will kill you. You are fucked up, kiddo. T- but just don't leave, okay? Yeah. Don't poke around. As he grew older, he became aware of the world outside his chamber and expressed an interest in participating in yeah. what he could see outside the windows. Yeah, I the would hospital, too. And via television. 
1977. Go to cool Tatooine. <laughs> you want to go to Tatooine? Yeah, I've heard of Tatooine on the television. Tatooine, <laughs> Tatooine, Tatooine. Um, <laughs> In 1977, researchers from NASA, NASA. used oh. their experience with the fabrication of spacesuits to develop a special suit that would allow Vetter to go out of his bubble and walk in the outside world. The suit was connected to his bubble via an eight-foot-long cloth tube. That's 2.5 meters. And was, although cumbersome, it allowed him to venture outside without serious risk of contamination. So basically, he was on, like, spacewalks. Yeah, that'd be so fun. terrifying, though. Throwback to um, Jewel... No. I was going to say Jewel's... Vern, but that would just be Eugene Cernan. It's getting up. Uh, Vern, you did this episode. Why do I know, I know it more than you? Eugene, so, sorry, Jules Vern is a, another person. He's an author. Yeah, he wrote Journey to the Center of the Earth. And That's stuff. the one. Spacewalk Journey. And uh, Treasure Island. Uh, is he the third degree Verner? He's the third degree Verner. Yeah. He's the. Oh yeah, around oh, yeah, the world yeah, in eighty yeah. days, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Yeah, yeah, we definitely came up with that off the top of our head. Yeah, no we're smart all. boys. We love Jules Verne. No outside involvement. Hashtag <laughs> Thank testosterone. You, Kelsey. Bye, Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> all right, so um, Vetter was initially resisted to the suit, and yeah. although he later became more comfortable wearing it, he used it only seven times. Yeah. So can you imagine being gifted a suit from NASA and then being like, mm. "If I use it, I could die." Though, like, you could die if someone like. High five, dude. You're dead. I don't know if they... Unless you're like Iron Man, which he wasn't. Uh, 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 uh. Please don't touch my bubble or I'll die. Yeah, he, he eventually outgrew the suit and never used the replacement one. So they gave him two suits. Poor NASA. Poor him. You know what? Small world. Right. He would have actually been connected to Eugene Cernan a little bit because you Eugene... can leave this apartment, but only if you don't touch anything and be extremely careful. And you get a two point five meter allowance. Yeah, I mean it's kind of lame, but also, yeah, like, like you can't NASA. like go on a date ever. NASA. He can never do the do. I guess not really, unless she gets sterilized and hop in there with him. He she got to get real hot. Girl, we gotta leave you to air out for like a week. Yeah, there's heat you up. sterilization showers. <laughs> you never had a sterilization shower? <laughs> no. It'd be kind of cute. It'd be kind of like foreplay. I guess. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta for strip down. Control and... foreplay. Yeah. Hey, girl, you wanna get sterilized with me? You gotta strip down. And he'd be like, Hell nice. yeah, girl. Hell yeah. Put on that thick cement. And then she coughs once and he's dead. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's also twelve. True, oh, man. That's a good if point. If he would have made it to eighteen. He would have been like sneaking out. You would have made it to sixteen. He would have got like a sixty-foot long tube, <laughs> and then he would have been sneaking out at night. Hey, girl, want to see my sixty-foot-long tube? No. <laughs> Yay! All right, so it comes out my back. So the psychological and ethical aspects of this whole. So uh, during Vetter's life, the only options for children born with skid were either to be sequestered in a sterile environment, or else to be just quickly die from infection. What? Yeah, I guess. Or else to quickly die from infection. It's dumb. It's a bad sentence. The case raised numerous ethical questions, including whether parents with the genetic traits producing a 50% chance of skid should have children at all, which is crazy yeah. that they were like, just don't let them do it. It's <laughs> done. The weird thing that I thought about the video, like every single time that one reporter came up, he was like, so what are you going to do when he eventually says, I want out of this bubble? Yeah, that guy was so creepy. I was like, what? He knows the implications. He's already said that several times. He's like, yeah. I want to go out. And they're like, you're going to die. He's like, well... Jesus, like, take the wheel. What are you going to do when he goes, I want out? What's going to happen? You so, know the ethical questions? 
This is an ethical dilemma. Yeah. That was weird. I don't like that guy. So 50% chance of Skid should have children should have children whether the knowledge produced by such research justified allowing or encouraging parents to have children subject to this risk yeah i don't know if you're you're definitely not allowed nowadays like it's no i'm pretty sure it's an illegal question to in canada at least to ask if they're planning on having a baby yeah like especially teachers you can't be like are you planning to have a baby no you can't ask that question so yeah job (laughs) interviews are another yeah that'd be a weird ass job interview so you doing it or what? <laughs> I know you're working to here at Tim Hortons, but have you been fucking? You've been looking to prego? Wearing condoms? We require that here at Tim Hortons. Yeah, we need to know right now. Always wear condoms at Tim Hortons. Safety first. So on to his death. Incredibly, $1.3 million was spent on Vetter's care. Yeah. But a scientific study failed to produce a chiru cure. A chiru. I didn't mean to go to but... They, they failed to, to produce a cure in time, essentially. And what they realized a bit too late was that um, it would have been, there was like a, a small chance of him living past the cure because the cure had to be administered at early ages in order yeah. for it to work out. That's what they discovered. So Skid is actually completely treatable now, so long as they know from birth. Yeah, if they're fully aware that you are going to have Skid upon birth, they, they can, can prevent bone it. marrow transplant right out of the womb. Yep. In so you don't womb. have to. You can even do it in the womb. Yeah, you know? if you do a C-section. So, yeah, that way you don't have to have your cute little sterilization shower. But anyway. <laughs> I don't think it's that cute. <laughs> you don't think it's cute? No, I'm reading the Stand right now, which is all about a plague that kills 99 percent of the population. And none of them are like, let's have and a cute. Like, want to have a sexy sterilization shower, <laughs> stew. Why not mm. Stu? Stu Redman. That's my yeah, it's a lame name. No one would want to have a S-T-E-W, shower with Stu. E-W, Stu Redman. It's like, <laughs> someone goes, hey, you want to have a shower with Stu? I'm like, please, I don't want hot liquid potatoes all over my body. I do. So I do want the Stu. Anyway, back to Come the on, unfortunate Stu. death of David Vetter. After the money had been spent and no uh, cure was identified, physicians expressed concern that as a teenager... Vetter could become unpredictable and uncontrollable. Yeah, of course. As like all teenagers. They turn teenager. into the fucking Godzilla. Yeah, Vetter yep. later received a bone marrow transplant from his sister, Catherine. But it um, didn't work. While his body did not reject the transplant, he became ill with infectious monocleus diseases. Mononucleus? Yeah, whatever. After <laughs> a few months. <laughs> Sorry. A kid just died. You're like, yeah, whatever. That's not what I mean. He died 15 days later on February 22nd, 1984. From Birkitt's lymphoma at age 12. So it was a disease that had laid dormant in her sister. And they were like, well, I guess we can do the transplant from her sister. And then it was like, psych transplant equal bed. Yeah. So. Tell me really a little sad. bit about his legacy. What did he leave behind? Um, the, the cure, they figured it out after he died, I guess. The autopsy revealed that the, the donor, Catherine's bone marrow, contained traces of the dormant virus, like I just said, sorry. Um. And he was buried at the Conroe Memorial Park, Conroe, Montgomery County, Texas, on February 25th, 1984. An elementary school opened in 1990 in the woodlands. In, <laughs> in the middle of the woods. Yeah. In like, unincorporated Montgomery County, Texas. was named after David Elementary. Uh, was named David Elementary after Vetter. Oh, that's nice. Um, unfortunately, David Vetter's parents later divorced. His father went on to become the mayor of Shenandoah. That's a big... Well, Texas. Yeah, it's very hard to stay together when you lose a kid. Yeah. A lot of couples don't. 
His mother married a magazine reporter who had written about her son. Vetter's psychologist, Mary Murphy, wrote a book about <laughs> Vetter's case and was able to, and was to, uh, that was published in 1995. However, its publication was blocked by his parents, so it was almost published. Huh. Yeah. So, in the year 1976, yeah. a film was made called The Boy in the Plastic Bubble, starring John Travolta. Hell yeah. I mean, now, I'm going to tell you mm. a little bit about the plot, but first of all, the family, when this first came out, were horrified. They were really mad. I would. Yeah, it was. It is. I have the Too bad. page it's open John Travolta. in front of me. The Boy the in boy. the Plastic Bubble, featuring John Travolta, aired 1976. It is. It's called There's Bubble Boy. 2001 Space Bubble Odyssey. It's not. No. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick was not like, yep. That's the Wait, can we get a new boy in the plastic bubble? But this time it's the 40-year-old virgin. Um, but it's played by... Um, who's the one guy that we were just talking about? Yabba Dabba Doo, live action. John Goodman? Yeah, John Goodman, the 40-year-old... How 40 do you remember John Goodman's name by the live-action Flintstones movie? How else am I supposed to remember his name? From anything. I'm going to write this script for... From Monsters, Inc. For I don't know how old John Goodman is, but I'll just He's say 40-year-old... Like 60-year-old virgin... Bubble Boy. <laughs> the 95 year John Goodman will be like, Yabba Dabba Doo. Me, please. Probably. John Goodman will be like, um, Yabba Dabba Doo me. I'm John Goodman. Please. So The Boy oh. in the Plastic Bubble is a 1976 American made-for-television drama film which was inspired by the lives of David Vedder and Ted DeVita, who we can talk about a little bit later if we have time, mm. who both lacked effective immune systems, as you already know. It stars John Travolta, Glynis O'Connor, Diana Hyland, Robert Reed, Ralph Bellamy, and PJ Souls, which hmm. is kind of fun. So here's the basic plot summary. John and Mickey Lubitsch conceive a child after multiple previous miscarriages. Yikes. Oh, Mickey fears the likelihood that something gravely wrong could happen to their child. Uh, the pregnancy results in the birth of a live baby boy whom they name Todd with only one D. Toad. Toad. <laughs> Toad's immune, <laughs> immune system does not function properly, meaning that contact with unfiltered air will kill him, so he must live in a bubble. Oof. He lives with his parents in Houston, Texas, just like David Vetter, mm -hmm. and he has to stay in his room all his life, where he eats, learns, reads, and exercises while being protected from the outside world by various coverings, like CoverGirl. Yeah. <laughs> he wears eyeshadow a lot. in your watch. Head to Um... Interesting thing about this that I found was um, when they asked David Vetter about, you know, don't the parents oh, were yeah. like, don't you feel, you know, the world is, is just, um, what's the, like the proper word for it? They're like, ah, oh, fuck. I have you the feel word bad right with all this publicity? Like, how does it make you feel? And he's like, bitch, I'm famous. Yeah, he's like, I'm a movie star. Look at he that. literally said that. He's like, I'm famous, so whatever. Yeah. So back to the movie plot. Todd grows. He wants to see more of the outside world and meet bigger. regular people I like know. Ralph Klein. Ralph He's enrolled Klein. at the local school Why? after Why? being equipped. Why Ralph Klein? <laughs> I just made that up. Oh. With suitable protective clothing, <laughs> similar in style to a spacesuit. And then he falls in love with his next door neighbor, Gina Biggs, who is the Biggie. worst name. <laughs> Don't call her Biggie, or you'll be deady. And he must decide between following his heart. Why would she fall in love? That's so much baggage. And facing near death, certain, certain near death. You got baggage, boy. Or remaining in his protective bubble forever. That's in the line. end, spoiler alert, having a discussion with his doctor who tells him he's built up some immunities, which may possibly be enough for him to survive the real world. What? He steps outside his house, unprotected, and then they ride off into the sunset on a horse. Just like Greece. That's how the movie ends, except the car, the horse doesn't go into space. <laughs> 
like the fucking car. I want to see Grease 2 where they're in space. Greasier. <laughs> the greasening. Um, Grease 2. Uh, it's not Grease wet. yet. Grease 2. Starting of fire. Hair uh, product 2. Um, gel. Gel. <laughs> Flubber. Uh, hair clay. Hair clay? You've never heard of hair clay? No, what the it's fuck like is... It's clay that you put in your hair. It's not like Just using clay. the pottery wheel. No. All wrong. <laughs> it's it's a monolithic clay that you... It's it's like really thin, thick, thin? I don't know. Who doesn't use grease? I just go up to cars and I rub the exhaust and I just rub that through my no hair. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, boy. It's grease. Yep. I don't know. But... It's it's, uh, it's a really cool story, and I highly recommend you check out the Retro Report video to get a better grasp on oh it. Oh, yeah. I think we did a pretty good job, but we're, it's we're, still a good video. We're trying to talk about it as much as we know. You know, the Retro Report's going to give you 12 minutes. We're going to talk about it for 45 minutes. We're, you're going to have a little yeah. laughs and gigs. Some on. gigs. You get a gig, actually. Yeah, Your band a, guaranteed one gig. <laughs> one gig on, on Google Drive. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. Uh, we never plugged our sponsors which we should do uh in quotation mark sponsors of course you want to give a little plug the old i will so kelsey she's um why are you obama (laughs) kelsey uh, Kelsey. uh, she uh is uh perfect she's uh an artist and well um she does art go to robinson (laughs) i don't know the actual thing i should by now no robinson dot K underscore art. So you're telling me all I have to do is go to robinson.k underscore art wow. and look at some cool art? Yeah, I am telling you that. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to go there right now. Bleep, plorp, bleep, plorp. It's Instagram also. Yeah, it's on Instagram. Wow. You got to go into Instagram and search robinson.k underscore art. Wow, that is You'll good. You'll know it's the right one because there will be a lot of that art. Is so good. And Holy shit. My brain is struggling to comprehend. There's some neat stuff on there. It's a good pick. It's not hers, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's hers. Yeah, it looks good. I like the framing of the shot. See, I thought you told me that I wasn't allowed to talk about stuff that are pictures anymore. It's Kelsey's art. We're allowed to plug it. That's not art. Speaking of art, go on down to robvote80s.com for all your 80s knowledge. He's a professional writer. He writes for the newspaper every single week. He does most of the columns in the little town newspaper, but it's still really cool stuff. Go check it out. RobVote80s.com Vote for Rob. Vote Rob. Very German last name. He's a very German human. What's his last name? Vote. Oh. I thought it was like it was a thing that he, like Rob Vote. No. V-O-G-T. Like, vote. <laughs> Rob Vote 80s. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Give, right. him a, give him a wave. Tell him we sent you and you get a free wave for me. <laughs> yeah. I'll find you. Hi. Go, hey. It's me, Eric Nielsen. Hey. That's identity theft. Me, which one is it? It's definitely me. I am. You can't even do an impression of my voice because there's nothing. You can't even do an impression of my voice because there's nothing. No, no points. Nah, no, no. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying. Thank right you, now. guys. Listen for. Yep. Thank you, listening for guys. <laughs> uh, check us out on it. Wait, Instagram. Wait, we gotta we gotta talk about what we're looking forward to this next. Season. Again, Take again, because some people might not have uh, heard it this time. Yeah, you better listen up. So again, we we're definitely going to be starting off with the king of the Mongol horde, Elvis Presley. Yep, and um, <laughs> and we're going to be carrying him on 
So this is season three. So what you can look forward to, and I, I encourage you guys, if you have just picked this episode and you haven't listened to all our episodes, don't worry about them. You can wait for our next series, season three. Yes. And I recommend that, like, the best, we're, like... It's going to be some of our best content, so don't miss it. Yeah. This season was subpar. <laughs> we didn't do a great season. Next season's going to be like, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the narratives. <laughs> Yeah, we're still gonna have some. Yeah, it'll be great. Ralph laugh, but yeah, I didn't. That Ralph was my Klein. Ralph, Ralph Klein. Laugh. We're gonna interview Ralph Klein. Um, it's gonna be a great season. But uh, the season's coming to an end. This is episode nineteen. We one got episode more episode, 20. the yeah. cursed one. And then we're yes, the cursed one. So some of you might be wondering what the cursed one is. We talked about it. We tried to record it, and it just failed so miserably that we ended up trying to record it three different times. Ugh. And we both got so frustrated that we're like not doing this episode. No. And then we moved on and we talked about a really cool episode that we both enjoyed. Yeah. Which was um, Amelia Earhart. Yeah, that was a good one. Not a lot of hits on hey, that Pidge. one. Hey, Pidge. Yeah, Hey, Pidge was pretty. You gotta try this. Um, yeah, some. So in the next episode, there'll be lots of throwbacks to the season. We'll talk about what's coming out full depth. Um, just be excited for this whole. There will be the cursed King episode the and then a little bonus episode where we yeah. just talk about the whole season as, as a whole. Yeah, yeah, and then you can look at the Mongol Horde next up, season three. Yep. Just move on right past past all this all the season's material and just skip straight because you can listen to this stuff in sequence now. You can. Yeah, it'll actually be connected instead yeah. of like. Uh, Here's a random guy here. Random guy, random guy. Bye. We kind of did that a little mm-hmm. bit. We tried to keep them loosely connected. Yeah, and so it'll be really interesting. I really ho- uh, have a lot of high, high hopes. hopes. Yeah. High hopes going in for Snoop Dogg level hopes yeah. for this one. But we enjoy talking. And we do. So <laughs> Too much. We're going to continue talking. and uh, Vote for Rob. This next episode. The cursed, cursed one. one. A musician. A rock and roll singer. We actually m- mentioned him once. An actor. It's enough to say. He's Danny DeVito. In his hit new band, the DeVito Boys. The last spoiler of the season. Or the last hint goes towards this man yep cheers everyone bye you'll You'll listen to us again the narratives have left the building check us out on soundcloud itunes google play and uh any rss feed listening device any ham radio you have in your basement for the nuclear war use it good night Uh, goodbye if you hook up a tin can to a string and actually throw it out the window you can hear us yeah that's what we do. We record. That's, what that used That's why to our be. recording was pretty bad earlier because it was tinny. tin can yeah. phone. But now we got slightly bigger tin you can, can phone. Keep talking as much as you want. I'm trying to end it. Yeah. Go away. Bye. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Careful on the runs. It's not the runs. <laughs> it's it is. Got the shits. It's the runs. <laughs> it's not what you call running. Yeah. Just end it.